Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Holy shit, what a week it has been. Um, absolute utter chaos in the world of sports. So I'm gonna be talking about everything in this week's episode. Uh, obviously we got the MLB is back. Um, you know, big time stuff from the MLB. I think uh, I will be giving my thoughts on the whole lockout situation. Um, NFL free agency starts on Wednesday the 16th. We're gonna be uh, covering a bunch of stuff that has gone on there. And then um, my favorite part of the year, March Madness, I'm gonna be filling out a bracket with you guys. Um, and I'll have a little bit more on that later on when I fill out the bracket. But yeah, let's get into this week's episode. I'm just, this is just one dude. I'm your host, Nathan Cutler. Bye. Golly, what the fuck has happened? Um, just pain and suffering. If you're if you're a sports fan, so much has gone on in this last week. Um, and whatever sport you you follow, really, um, it, it's it's kind of like that meme. You know that meme of the the like the fish from SpongeBob, and he gets hit in the head with the um, with the brick, and it's like the donk. It's that. You'll hear it in the audio, um, and in the video you'll see it. But that's what that's what it feels like. It feels like I've been hit in the head with a brick. Um, a bunch of stuff uh, has just all been developing and adding up, and now it is dumping onto our plates. And as a sports consumer, it's kind of a good thing. But at the same time, like uh, I don't know, it's just pure chaos in many ways. Um, but yeah. So first off, I'm going to kick it off with the NBA. Um, and prior to my very high-energy intro, nothing has happened in the NBA. Um, nothing of any significance, really. Which is fine, but playoffs are coming up. April 16th is when the playoffs start, so about a month or so. Um, and, I mean, I'll be going more into the playoffs as – you know, the playoff picture is a little bit more clear. There's not as many teams in question. The whole nine yards. Um, but as of right now, nothing's going on in the NBA. Just end of the regular season gets kind of boring most of the time. So, yeah, that's the NBA. I'm going to move on to the NFL. We had a lot to talk about in the NFL. All right, the NFL. Holy fucking. There's a lot. Um, so the Seattle Seahawks have released linebacker Bobby Wagner. Um, uh, first of all, I should preface, preface this. Free agency starts on Wednesday, March 16th. Um, but a lot of teams are kind of getting things going on trade deals. Uh, you know, people are setting up to sign. The whole, the whole thing. It's, uh, there's a lot. Um, but yeah, first... Seattle Seahawks release linebacker Bobby Wagner, um, arguably, arguably their best defensive player. I'll um, tackle a little bit more on the Seahawks later on, but I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Former Bengals tight end intends to sign three-year, <coughs> excuse me, three-year, twenty-four million dollar deal with the Jets. Um, Jets have made a few big moves here. Uh, could be could be a little bit of potential for the Jets if they can get their uh, if they can get their defense honed in. Uh, running back Tevin Coleman staying with the Jets. He was on the J Jets last year. 
Uh, tight end Evan Ingram signs one year, $9 million deal with the Jaguars. Uh, kind of interesting, kind of random, but Evan Ingram is a pretty good tight, uh, tight end. He played for the Giants previously, so interesting. Um, wide receiver Cedric Wilson plans to sign three-year, $22.8 million deal with the Dolphins. Um, Dolphins are kind of making some big moves as well. Mitch Trubisky is signing with the Steelers. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger retired. Um, kind of an L for the Steelers. Mitch Trubisky has uh, been known to let fan bases down. So that'll be interesting to see um, how that ends up for the Steelers. I don't think it's going to end very well, but who knows. Browns release Jarvis Landry. A little bit more on the Browns later. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about there, but arguably their best receiver now gone. Um, not totally sure why. I don't know if they think he's washed. Uh, yeah. Not not ideal. Dolphins reach a two-year two $12.6 million deal with running back Chase Edmonds. Uh, he previously played for the um, Cardinals. They were doing split snaps. Him and... Uh, God, I can't remember the other guy's name. Him and... I can't remember the other the other name. He was splitting snaps with another running back on the on the Cardinals. Um, he's pretty good. He he puts up a decent amount of yards, but um, kind of exciting. Dolphins finally getting a run game. I feel like they've been out of a run game for a while. Um, the past few years, I've been watching football. They've been kind of out of it. Commanders trading for Colts quarterback Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is now a Commander. Um, I have very strong opinions about Carson Wentz. I feel like he's really overrated. Um, not like he plays really well during the regular season and he plays, um, I mean, he plays pretty well, but like when it comes to big moments in the playoffs, he just kind of folds. Um, this year he was definitely banking on uh, Jonathan Taylor, which, I mean, because the Colts didn't really have any receiving core, they didn't really have any standout receivers. Um, so I don't know. Um, I just, I don't know, really know where the, com the commanders are like where they think that's going to go. Uh, but I, I don't know. Like I said, he's overrated. I think he just, he's a little like, I don't know. He just doesn't, I don't think he fits anywhere really. I don't think he's. I don't think he deserves to be a starting quarterback, if I'm being honest. It's just the way the way he folds in big scenarios is just not ideal. Um, but yeah, Carson Wentz to the Commanders um, for some tra for some draft picks. Nothing too blockbuster crazy, but he's now a Commander, and the Colts are out of a quarterback. So also. The GOAT, TB12, Tom Brady, returning for his 23rd season. Uh, kind of wild how long he's been playing in the NFL. Um, I don't really know what the purpose of him coming back is. I guess maybe because he wants to win another ring. I guess it's kind of every football player's aspirations. But I don't, I don't know. He, I, think, I think I read on ESPN that his... His retirement lasted 40 days, so that's like literally a month and a half, a month and 10 days. 
Um, kind of crazy. A lot of the, um, <laughs> I saw a bunch of memes that were talking about like how Colts fans and um, all of the all of the teams that are in the division with the Bucks were kind of like happy that he was leaving or not ha like happy. Um, and now that he's coming back, it's kind of an L. I don't really get why he's coming back. He's coming back to a team that was like expecting to rebuild because they didn't have a quarterback, so they needed to like redo everything. And they were like getting rid of players, or they weren't getting rid, but they were just like it looked like it looked like now that Brady was gone, they were gonna like ease into a rebuild. And so that might uh, that might come back to hurt them. I'm not totally sure. Also, another huge deal. Russell Wilson and fourth-round pick to the Denver Broncos for Drew Luck. Drew Locke, quarter, he's a quarterback. Uh, tight end Noah Fant and D lineman Shelby Harris. Two, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a fifth-rounder. Um, Jesus. Jesus H. Christ, help me, Lord. Um, I think the Broncos gave up too much here. Um, I know that a lot of people would disagree with me and say that, you know, the Broncos weren't going to, I mean, what are they going to use them for anyways? But um, I think I think the Seahawks are kind of sliding into a rebuild. Um, after Russ got hurt last year, they were not very good. But as of right now, I think, I just think that, I don't know. I think that Denver gave up too much, too many draft picks, because the the way that I think I, that I think about it is, say they get Russell Wilson right. He's a good quarterback. He's definitely not at his prime anymore. He's been hurt a few times. Um, just overall, not in his prime anymore. Not contending for a Super Bowl like he used to be. Um, so you get Russell Wilson and a first round and a, and a draft pick. Um, but let's say that that doesn't work out. Now, like say you, you know, you have a few losing seasons or not a few losing seasons, but you're a bubble team, you're playing in the wild card game or just below the wild card game, or you're playing to play into the wild card game. Um, so let's say you get Russell Wilson, it doesn't work out, you're having a few losing seasons, whatever. And now you need draft picks. Now you need to, you know, you need to draft O-linemen. You need to draft defensive players. You need to draft receivers. So now you've given away first two round, two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth round pick. That's a lot. Um, obviously, there's the other hand where Russell Wilson joins the Broncos and they're a playoff contending team, a Super Bowl contending team. That is very possible as well. But... In my humble opinion, I'm not an NFLer. I'm not a football. I'm not a football guru. Um, it's not my sport. It just isn't. But um, I just see the downside of it: giving away that many draft picks for a quarterback who's not in his prime. It's just super risky. Um, and I, I don't know how I feel about it. I think that it could work out, and if. The Broncos improved their receiving core. I know they have Jerry Judeau, but they need more than that. They need more than just one go-to receiver. Um, 
and they get their running game up a little bit. Uh, if Javante Williams improves and um, they get another good running back, I think they could be really, really good. But um, I just, I don't know. I'm not totally sure how I feel about the whole Russell Wilson and giving that way, giving away that many draft picks, um, especially with three players. Um, I don't know. Just something to think about. Because if you, like I said, if you lose, then you're giving away draft picks that could possibly have given you good players to help your team improve. Um, obviously, they'd probably do something else before they draft like that, but they'd probably go out for like trading or signing new people. But um, who knows? Maybe, maybe Jarvis Landry will go to the Broncos. That'd be kind of interesting. I just looked at his name on my list. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe that happens. Um, another big uh, trade deal. Chargers trade 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 sixth-round pick for Khalil Mack from the Bears. Uh, Khalil Mack is a absolute animal on the defensive uh, pass rush. Um, this just just adding to a pretty decent Chargers defense. You could say that the Chargers, uh, the their defense was probably their worst, um, like the worst aspect of their team last season. Um, they had a really good offense, really electrifying offense with Justin Herbert. You know, um, uh, um, I'm blanking on their running back's name, um, but. And I'm also blanking on their receiver's name. Damn it. They have a good offense. They had a pretty decent offense last year. Um, they could still make some moves to get some more offensive pieces, but they have a pretty solid offense as of right now. Um, and adding to that defense is just going to make them even better. Uh, big move for the Chargers. I think that's something they were missing as a, as a good pass rush. They have the Bosa, the other Bosa. Um, I can't remember his first name right now, but... Yeah, big move for the Chargers. Also, another another big trade. Cowboys trade Amari Cooper to Cleveland Browns for 2022 fifth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. Uh, I don't really know what the Cowboys are smoking. Um, they just got rid of two of their best receivers, Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper. They did re-sign... Um, God, what is his name? They did just resign uh, um, forget it. Uh, they signed another one of their receivers. Um, he played pretty well last season. I, I'm it's pissing me off. I can't remember his name. Um, but they just got rid of two of their best receivers, Cedric Wilson and Mari Cooper. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Um, they had such a good team. And now they're 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 down two receivers. Like what? Uh, I don't know. The the Cowboys are such an interesting uh, organization to me. It seems like they don't ever really think things through in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know. That's just me though. They it seems like they they were good. They had a really good chance to win last year, and now they just traded away or got rid of all their good players. So. That'll be interesting to watch to see how the Cowboys are. Um, Deshaun Watson will not face criminal charges. Uh, he was currently faced, 
or he was previously faced with nine different charges, ranging from sexual assault to sexual harassment, still facing up to 22 lawsuits in civil court. Um, he's also still pending an NFL investigation. So we don't know if he's going to be, um, we don't know if he's going to be suspended or not because the uh, NFL is waiting for the criminal charges to be dropped or him to be charged with them. Um, yeah, this is kind of interesting because he is now technically a free agent. Or he's not a free agent, but the obviously the Texans will look to give him away. Um, so I don't know how that's going to work. There's already been a bunch of talks about different teams trying to trade for him and him signing in different spots, but uh, it's just kind of crazy to how will that linger over his head, how will that cloud linger over his head, and will that affect his stock in terms of like how good he is. And I mean, he hasn't played for two seasons uh, or a season and a half. Um, so it'll be kind of interesting to see how he plays. He hasn't played in forever. So kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, not facing any criminal charges in terms of like actually going to jail for it, but um, could be could be still facing um, NFL suspension, and um, he's not totally sure where he's going to be at. So I don't know. I, I I think the most reasonable place for him to go would probably be. Um, I heard some people talking about New Orleans. That would be kind of cool. But they still have, they, they have a, a um, starting quarterback. But Deshaun Watson is a little bit like more mobile version of Jameis Winston. Um, but, yeah, super interesting. A bunch of stuff to continue to look at. Um, March 16th is um, the um, free agency starts. So, uh, obviously, more stuff will be coming through. The entire offseason, I will continue to keep you guys updated. I always do. I haven't let you down in five episodes. I'm super reliable, five episodes in. Um, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to the MLB. Some super good news for the MLB. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and talk about it. Good news if you're a baseball fan. The labor agreement is now in full effect. The lockout has ended. Um, good news. It's just all around good news. If you're a baseball fan, um, some interesting things to talk about in terms of what the following or the, the next few seasons are going to look like in terms of, you know, the rules and, um, things like that. But that's stuff to talk about later. We got a lot to talk about in terms of, uh, free agency because the lockout ended and then free agency they just started and, People are signing left and right. People are trading back and forth. <sighs> I need to take a breath. So much shit is going on right now. And, um, yeah, absolute madness. So spring training will start on March 17th, which is uh, on Thursday. I will unfortunately not be watching it um, just because March Madness is happening. So um, opening day will be on April 7th. Um, so I think they delayed it a week or so. I think it was supposed to. I think it was slated for March 30th. Um, so April 7th is now the official opening day for the Major League Baseball. Um, yeah. So let's go over a little, a few of these uh, trade deals. Left-handed pitcher Carlos Rodon 
Rodin or Rodon? I don't, I'm not totally sure how you say it. Signed with the San Francisco Giants, 44 million with an option to opt out after year one. Two years, he's signed for two years. Uh, that's big time for the Giants rotation. I, uh, as I previously stated before, I'm a Giants fan, so this is kind of a big deal for me. Um, just adding a little bit more depth to our pitching rotation. Obviously, we have Logan Webb, and we have a few other really good pitchers, but uh, just adding another pitcher like this is just a big deal. Um, would be for any team. It's not just necessarily for the Giants. Um, he didn't have any, like super crazy stats last season. He had a 2-3-7 ERA with, uh, I think his record was 15-3. Um, but nonetheless, a great starter to have in the back pocket for the Giants. Added a little bit more depth to our rotation. It seemed like last year we were a little bit uh, like reliant on Logan Webb, and that's fine. I mean, every team is kind of reliant on an ace, but uh, just another ace in the hole. <laughs> another ace in the hole, as some would say. Um, yeah, that's good news for the Giants. If you're a Giants fan, good news for that. Um, next up, just across the bay in Oakland, um, Matt Olson is leaving the Oakland Athletics for Atlanta Braves in exchange for outfielder Christian Pache. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Catcher Shea Langoliers, not sure if I'm saying that right. Starting pitcher Ryan Cusack um, and starter pitch, starting pitcher Joey Estes. Um, so that kind of signals an end for Freddie Freeman in Atlanta. Kind of interesting, um, especially since they just won this World Series. Unless they like make Matt Olson a designated hitter because it's universal now um, unless they make him a designated hitter and keep Freddie Freeman at first base uh, but they did give up a lot for that so I don't know why they would do that um, but you know it's a possibility kind of a big deal because that's like I said it's signaling the end for Freddie Freeman in Atlanta but um, who knows it, it's not official yet and nobody knows where Freddie Freeman is going to go a lot of people have been saying the Dodgers I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Dodgers have enough to pay him. Um, yeah, moving on. Clayton Kershaw staying with the Dodgers. I, I don't remember. I don't think there was specifics on his contract yet. But he is staying a Dodger. Boo-hoo. Nobody likes Clayton Kershaw. He's an asshole. Um, I'm just saying that. He's a good pitcher, but I am a Giants fan, so obviously I hate the Dodgers. Um, I mean, Dodgers were pretty close to winning this, uh, going to the World Series last year. So I don't think they should change anything. I, I, if, I, if I'm being as unbiased as possible, I don't think they should change anything over there in L.A. Um, obviously, I don't want to see them get better because that means it's harder for the Giants to win. But um, just I, I think they have a really good team as it is. Uh, they have a really good defense. Their lineup is just absolutely stacked. And now with the designated hitter, the universal DH, um, it's going to be even better because they're not going to have to hit a, they're not going to have to have fucking Clayton Kershaw hit. So uh, yeah, super, super, um, super interesting. Clayton Kershaw staying with the Dodgers. Moving on. New York Yankees acquire third baseman Josh Donaldson, former MVP, and catcher Ben Rotvert, no, Rotvet, and shortstop 
um, Isaiah Kiner Falefa from the Minnesota Twins in exchange for Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela. Um, I think the the Yankees were kind of lacking on defense a little bit. Uh, they have a really good batting lineup, obviously because of um, you know they got Char uh, Stanton and uh, Judge, so they have they have a pretty decent outfield. Um, their infield is a little hit or miss. I guess third baseman the third base was kind of where they were lacking. Obviously, if they went out and got a new third baseman and shortstop, but um, yeah, New York Yankees in, uh, improving a little bit. It's what you kind of expect out of a giant market in New York, um, one of the most historic teams in baseball. So, yeah, um, just a few question marks in terms of free agency and where I, um, uh, like, there's a few players who are just haven't signed anywhere and are still just kind of lingering. Um, Chris Bryant. Obviously, he's a giant right now. I would love for him to stay on the, the Giants, but do I think it's going to happen? Meh, it's kind of 50-50. Uh, I've heard some people say that he's going to go to the White Sox. Um, the White Sox are supposed to be pretty good this year, um, but it's just kind of up in the air. Um, would I want him to stay in San Francisco? Absolutely. I think he added a bunch to our lineup last year um, in that four spot. Or did he bat four or three? I don't remember. He but he was three or four. He could just kind of that added that like extra oomph that the Giants needed. I think he made him a lot better team. I think that if we didn't have Chris Bryant, we probably wouldn't have played as well as we did in the postseason. Um, so yeah, obviously I would love for him to stay. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. 50-50. Another big question mark, another big star that's still technically a free agent, Freddie Freeman, as I mentioned before. He's still currently a Brave, but... Will he sign somebody else, somewhere else? I don't know. A lot of people have been saying L.A. Um, like I said, I don't think the Dodgers should change anything. I think they're a really good team overall. I think they had a few bad games against the Braves in the postseason, and that's why they lost. But um, it, it would be interesting to see them with Freddie Freeman. I think they would be literally unstoppable. Um, I think the only way that they would ever lose a game is if their pitching was just horrible. And um, Trevor Bauer's coming back. I don't know if he's going to play in L.A., but um, Clayton Kershaw is obviously staying with the Dodgers, so they're going to have a solid rotation no matter what, um, even if they have just Kershaw and Trevor Bauer and then they have two other or three other randos. Um, but, yeah, kind of interesting to look out for. I really don't think... LA has any money to pay Freddie Freeman, but it, it will be interesting to see what he does and where he goes. He's obviously a big superstar, won World Series. I think he was MVP, if I'm not mistaken, um, for the World Series. But yeah, that's the MLB. We got a lot going on there. Um, like I said, spring training, March 17th, opening day now, uh, April 7th. Bunch up in the air. Um, Super excited to watch baseball again. Um, it it was just nobody knew what, what was going to happen, so kind of kind of nice to know that now we're going to actually watch some baseball. We're going to be able to watch some baseball. So uh, yeah, that's the MLB. We're going to move on to March Madness, baby. It's March. We're excited. Let's go. 
All right, men's basketball. Um, so I'm going to be filling out a bracket with you guys. Uh, this is like probably my favorite time of the year in terms of just sports in general. Um, so let's go ahead and fill out one of these brackets. Um, I, I think this is just super fun. I've done like nine or ten of them already. I think this will be my tenth. But um, yeah. So kicking it off, as you can see behind me, I will, uh, I will try to make it as interactive as possible. <laughs> kicking it off, Gonzaga versus Georgia State. I think I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Um, Gonzaga is the favorite to win this season. Um, they got a really good team. Uh, these 8-9 matchups are going to be a, a, just a toss-up in general. Um, so don't expect to be... Don't expect them to be spot on here. Um, I'm just, I'm fucking guessing. Um, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Boise State here just because I have to represent the Broncos. You know the Mountain West champs, baby. Let's go, Mountain West champs. Um, yeah. Uh, UConn, pretty good defensive team. Their offense is a little lackluster. New Mexico State, who knows about New Mexico State? I'm gonna go ahead and pick um, UConn there. All right, this is going to be a sleeper pick. Vermont has been on fire recently. Um, the Catamounts are playing really well right now. They have not lost a game by less, or they not have, they have not won a game by less than 15 points. I don't know if I'm saying that right. They've won every single game they've played in the last like month, and they've won it by 15 points or more. So, do I think Arkansas is going to be able to keep up with that? I don't know. Um, I'm going to take Vermont here. I'm going to be honest. Um, and I might regret some of these picks later, and I will feel like shit. But the Catamounts are on fire right now. I think they could go ahead and beat Arkansas. Um, so Alabama versus Rutgers, the winner of Rutgers and New, uh, Notre Dame. I'm going to go ahead and take Alabama. Um, Alabama is pretty shit in basketball, but I don't think they're going to, unless this team is just absolutely on fire coming out of that uh, first four-in game. Uh, I don't know. I think Alabama's going to win anyways. Texas Tech, way too good of a defense to not have them win. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Davidson here. Uh, I don't know why. I just Every single bracket I've done, I've pretty much picked Davidson. I just have a feeling that they're going to be win Michigan or they're going to beat Michigan State. Um, just a hunch. you got to think like it's March, you know. you got to think that the upsets are going to be there. Um, and I have, a, I have a really hard time doing that, and that's why I fill out so many brackets. But, uh, yeah. Obviously, Duke going to beat CSU Fullerton. I'm not totally sure why, how or why Fullerton is in the tournament this year, but who knows. Um, now we're going to do the south side. Um, Arizona. I don't even know who these teams are, but Arizona will win. Um, Arizona's also a top pick to win it all this year. Um, Another toss-up between eight and nine. I'm going to go ahead and take the nine this time, TCU. I don't know anything about either or two of these teams. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm just going to go ahead and take TCU. Houston, way too good of a defense to not win that game. Illinois, uh, they got a lot of scoring with Kofi Coburn. And, um, uh, God, what's the other guy's name? They have another really good guard over there. Um, so I think Illinois is going to have a pretty good run this season. I don't know if they're going to go any farther than like Sweet 16, but um, I think I'm going to take Illinois here. 
Another sleeper pick. Michigan has been projected to beat Colorado State um, by a few analysts that I've looked at. Uh, do I think they're going to win in this bracket? I'm going to say no. Colorado State has looked pretty good. Um, just watching them play BSU, they've looked really uh, solid. So I'm going to go ahead and take Colorado State here. Number three, Tennessee versus number 14, Longwood. I'm taking Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee, their guards have evolved into some superstars, and um, their defense is really good as well. Uh, all right, Ohio State, number seven, Ohio State over number 10, Loyola Chicago. Um I'm going to go ahead and predict an upset here. I'm going to take Loyola Chicago. Uh, they had a big run a few years ago, and I think that they have the potential to do it again. I don't really know much about their team, but I just I see Loyola Chicago, and I think of upsets, so I'm going to put them there. That's just me, though. Villanova versus Delaware. I'm going to take Villanova. Um, by the way, I'm just going to go back and preface this. Illinois is playing Chattanooga. Um... Houston is playing UAB. I think that's the University of Auburn um, something. I don't know. Um, and then TCU is playing Seton Hall, and Arizona is playing WRST or BRY. I don't know what teams, though. Those are, those are playing teams. Um, I don't know who they're playing, but I, I, I realized that I was not um, explaining the teams for people listening, so I'm going to try and do that. I apologize if I don't, but I'll try my best. Um so number one, Baylor versus, we're moving on to the East now. Number one, Baylor versus number 16, Norfolk State. I think Baylor's just going to fucking blow them out of the water. Um, eight, nine, North Carolina Marquette. I'm just going to throw a toss up here and say that Marquette wins this game. I've heard a lot of good things about their offense. Um, I just, I've, I've seen UNC play. Uh, they obviously beat Duke just before, um, just before the tournament started. Uh, but yeah, not totally sure about that. Um, but I think Marquette is just gonna be a go ahead and be a better team here. Um, number five, St. Mary's versus the playing game, Wyoming and um, Indiana. I have to go St. Mary's. I just have a little bit of bias there. Um, they've also played pretty well this season. They're top twenty-five as um, as the the last AP poll came in this week. So yeah. Um, I'm going to take St. Mary's there. UCLA versus Akron. UCLA has just looked really well this season. I'm going to go ahead and take UCLA. All right. This is a hot pick here. Virginia Tech and Texas. Texas number six, Virginia Tech number 11. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Virginia Tech. A lot of people have projected Virginia Tech to go pretty, pretty deep in the tournament. I don't know if they're going to go that far. Um, I feel like they got snubbed a little bit on the 11 pick or the 11 seed, but... Um, nonetheless, I think they will beat Texas. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe they were just on a hot streak. They won the ACC tournament. Um, ACC? Yeah, ACC. The ACC tournament. Um, who knows? Maybe they were just on a hot streak, and now they're going to get shit on by Texas, but I'm going to take Virginia Tech in this bracket. Um, number three, Purdue versus number 14, Yale. I'm going to take Purdue. Um... They've played really well all the year. They have a lot of uh, they have a lot of offensive power. Number seven, Murray State versus number ten, San Francisco. I'm going to take USF. Um, I just I feel like this is another another sleeper pick. Those seven tens are really hard to call because like the, like the sevens are usually like decent teams, but they're not like 
great. And then the 10 teams are also similar where they're like pretty good, but they're not like stellar teams. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna take 10, I'm gonna take San Francisco there. Um, I'm probably gonna have them losing in the next round anyways, but who knows. Um, number two, Kentucky versus St. Peter's, Kentucky. And Capillary's team has looked really well this year, um, or Calipari, excuse me. I'm just gonna go ahead and take Kentucky there. Uh, number one, Kansas versus um, the playing game of Texas Southern and uh, I can't remember the other um, playing team. I'm going to take Kansas. Kansas is a big favorite to win this year. Um, yeah. All right, 8-9 San Diego State versus Creighton. Number nine, Creighton. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take San Diego State. I have a little bit of bias there just because, you know, BSU beat them in the Mountain West Champs, so I'm just going to go ahead and take them there. Um, yeah. Number five, Iowa versus number 12, Richmond. Iowa is pretty hot as of right now. I'm going to go ahead and take Iowa. Um, number four, Providence versus number 13, South Dakota State. I'm going to take South Dakota State. <coughs> Shit. Oh, fuck. Sorry, I got something in my throat. Um, yep, let's move on. Uh, LSU versus Iowa State, 6 and 11. Um the Cyclones have looked really well, but I think the Tigers are going to go ahead and pull it out. Um, Wisconsin versus Colgate, 314. I'm going to take Wisconsin. 710 USC Miami. I'm going to take USC. Number two, Auburn versus Jacksonville State. Um, I'm going to take Auburn. All right, so that's the first round done. I'm going to go ahead and go back up to the West and do my second round here. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to say Gonzaga beats Boise State in the second round. I don't. Boise State has had a really good season. I think they can continue to get better, but I think Gonzaga is just ultimately a better team. Uh, I'm going to take UConn over Vermont. Um, Catamounts had a good run, but they're going to go ahead and end there in the second round. Uh, Texas Tech versus Alabama. I'm going to take Texas Tech. I, I looked into the Texas Tech stats, and their defense is on another level. Um, so I, I think that wins games a lot, especially in, like, college where a lot of teams run really slow offenses um so yeah i think i think that texas tech is going to go ahead and win there number two versus uh number two duke versus number 10 davidson duke gonna pull that one out obviously um nothing to really debate there arizona versus tcu i'm gonna take arizona um number five versus number four houston and illinois um man i've had some trouble picking these um, the last few brackets I've made. Uh, Houston's defense is really well, but Illinois has just been playing really well as of late. I'm going to go ahead and say Illinois. Um, I think Illinois has a good chance to go a little bit farther in the bracket this year. Uh, Colorado State versus Tennessee. I'm going to go ahead and say Tennessee. Um, like I said, Colorado State playing pretty well this year, but... Um, I think Tennessee is just a better team. They got more scoring, better defense. I think it's just gonna benefit them in the in the bracket. All right, number ten, Loyola Chicago versus uh, Villanova. I think Loyola Chicago is gonna go ahead and upset Ohio State, but I think Villanova is gonna ultimately win them and uh, beat them and kick them out of the tournament in the round of 32. All right, moving on, Baylor versus Marquette. I'm gonna go ahead and take Baylor. Number five, St. Mary's versus number four, UCLA. Um, Watching St. Mary's, they're 
uh, inside presence is a little lackluster in terms of uh, the matchup against UCLA. They have not, uh, UCLA is a really big team. Uh, I'm going to take UCLA just for that simple fact. Uh, Virginia Tech versus Purdue. I'm going to take Purdue. I don't think VT is going to go any farther than that. Um, Purdue has stacked with talent as of right now, so um, a lot of future draft picks. I'm going to go ahead and take Purdue. Uh, number two, Kentucky versus number 10, San Francisco. I'm going to take Kentucky. Um, just a simple fact that they are a better team. Um, number one, Kansas versus eight, San Diego State. I'm going to take Kansas. Um, Kansas is looking really scary right now. They played really well in their tournament. They played really well all season. I think they just got a good chance to win. Um, they have a really good chance to win it this year if Gonzaga doesn't uh, step it up. All right, five, Iowa State versus North South Dakota State. I'm going to take Iowa. Um, Iowa's pretty hot right now, and I don't think South Dakota has the, the ganas, so to speak, to go that far um, into the tournament. LSU versus Wisconsin. I'm going to go ahead and take Wisconsin. Auburn versus USC. I'm going to take Auburn. Auburn just Auburn and Wisconsin, um, just better teams overall. Um, all right, I'm going to go back up to the West. Gonzaga versus number five, UConn. I just got to take Gonzaga. Um, don't be surprised if Gonzaga ends up as my champion this year in this bracket. I'm not, I honestly haven't really thought about it. Like, like I said, I've done a bunch of brackets, so... It just could be who I'm feeling at the time um, when I fill out the brackets. So, number one, Arizona versus number four, Illinois. I'm going to go ahead and take Arizona. Um, just better team overall. Number two, Duke versus number three, Texas Tech. I'm going to take Texas Tech solely off of their defense. Um, I think Duke is a little young to be, like, really going that far into the into the bracket, um, into the tournament. So, Texas Tech there. Um, Villanova versus Tennessee. I looked into the Villanova team, and it seems like they're really reliant on outside scoring, and I think Tennessee has the defense for that, so I'm going to go ahead and take Tennessee. Um, and I just realized you can't see on the screen behind me, so um, yeah, I'm going to try and make it higher so you can see it. Um, yeah, so you can see that one. All right, Baylor versus UCLA. I'm going to take Baylor. They're solely over um, seeding, I'm not going to lie. Number three, Purdue versus number two, Kentucky. I'm going to take Purdue. Uh... I think they're just more, you know what, I lied. I'm going to take Kentucky. Um, I think Purdue is a little not um, not experienced. Don't you just love ESPN with all these ads? There is, um, there are my picks right there. Anyways, Auburn versus Wisconsin. I'm going to take Auburn. Um, I think Auburn is just far more talented as of right now. Kansas versus Iowa. I'm going to take Kansas. Um, yeah, so... We're coming down to the final four. Or another Sweet 16. No, Elite Eight. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, Gonzaga versus Texas Tech. Man, this is hard. Um, I'm going to take Gonzaga. Uh, yeah, I'm not happy about it, but I think Gonzaga is just a better team overall. And even though Texas Tech is just a really good defense, I don't think their offense is going to be able to keep up with Gonzaga's. Arizona versus Tennessee. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Arizona. They're just better overall team, in my opinion. Um, yeah. All right. Baylor, Kentucky. Really, you can't see. Baylor, Kentucky. I'm going to go ahead and take Kentucky. Don't know why. 
I think Kentucky has the potential to be really good, even though they're pretty young. Um, yeah. All right. Number one, Kansas versus number two, Auburn. I'm going to take Kansas, as you can see right there. Um, I'm going to take Kansas. I think Kansas is just really hot right now, playing really well. All right. Um, Kansas, Arizona in the final four. I'm going to take Arizona. Um, yeah. I don't really have any rhyme or reason behind these right now. I'm just kind of going off the, the, the leather of my shoes, so to speak. Um, yeah. Gonzaga versus Kentucky. I'm going to take Kentucky. Um, just don't think... I think Gonzaga is going to choke in the Final Four. Um, so, final score predictions for um, a tiebreaker. I'm going to go 78-74 Arizona. All right. So, that is my bracket. Um, I have created a group for listeners. Um, I will go ahead and put the link in the description of this episode on YouTube, Spotify, the whole nine yards. Um, I will include it there so you can join, make your own bracket, and it'll be a little competition. It just goes based on points. Um, so, yeah, that is what I'm going to do. I will link it in the description, like I said, um, and I will keep you guys updated. Um, I also put it on my Instagram story. Um, I'll make it easily available to anyone, wherever you are, whatever platform you're on. I will make sure that it's there. If you want to participate in the bracket, I will make sure it happens. So, yeah, I'm going to submit my pick, Arizona. It's got the confetti and shit. Oh my god, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Arizona. That's my that's my champion for this bracket. Um, I have, like I said, I have several others, but this is just mine for the just one dude tournament challenge. Yeah, that's what it's. That's the name. Um, it's fucking crazy. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, go ahead and join. Submit your bracket. It's gonna be super fun. It always is. Um, and with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode. I'm super super excited. Um, for March Madness, I'm going to be watching it all weekend. Um, obviously, a lot of baseball drama picking up. NFL free agency. Oh, my God. It's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. A lot of sports going on right now. Um, next week's episode will be a little bit different. I will not have a video up, but I will definitely get the audio done. Um, it'll be up Monday night as usual. Uh, but, yeah. Thanks for listening. This is Just One Dude. Um, go watch some March Madness for me. Go win some money on the bracket. Do whatever. You know what? Just have a great week. Uh, this is Just One Dude. Go watch some sports for me. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my bones. See!